0: again and I'm here to get you out of the doom and gloom reports of everyday life by bringing a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart by dishing up some of my own real-life stories from behind my bifocals and adding some uplifting and humorous stories from others so let's begin with Miss Clara's idea of a perfect marriage oh is there such a thing I guess according to her anyway We'll tell a story about the pink dress and how about the life of a Walmart greeter. Oh yes, they do have a life. And we have a message from Grandparents Answering Machine. And what do you think about everyone having a pet? And we'll finish off with some more, could this be true? With God's accuracy. So now let's get on with the show. Hello everyone, thank you for joining us today with a smile on your lips and a warmth in your heart. Just waiting to hear all our good news here. First, let me introduce our Miss Clara, which I'm sure many of you know now exactly who she is. But, for those that don't, our Miss Clara is our resident gal from the farm who tickles our funny-boom with stories she sees from behind her bifocals. I believe today she's talking about the perfect marriage, or so her notes tell me. She never disappoints. So let's begin by introducing Clara. Hi Clara, I hope this finds you well and ready to share your life with our listeners. Hi Odyssey and all you finds out there. Hey, I was thinking the other day about marriage as I sit at my cousin's funeral. Now, don't ask me how the heck the two go together, except sometimes they do. I've been known to threaten my clan with his life for not doing just what I want when I want. Now, Clary, you don't really mean that, do you? No, not that I ever would, the dear thing. Why, if something happened to him, who'd get my slippers? Well, except Crabby dog. Could chew them to bets before I'd ever get my crooked toes in them. And they got me to thinking of all the things I'd miss if my claim weren't here. Actually, marriage can be fun some of the time, except marriage is for all time and a long time. Yes, Clara, we hopefully choose the right partner when we make that commitment, and it certainly sounds like you did just that. You know, Leslie, if he croaks for me, I'd have to get up every morning and make my own breakfast. And Lord forbid that I had to drink my own cup of coffee. Last time I laid my hands on that was for my cousin mentioned above laying in the funeral parlor. And no, it wasn't my coffee. At least I don't think so. (laughs) Oh, Clara, I don't think so either. It must have been... The time. By the way, I think I'll pass on that coffee you offered me. He asked for half a cup of sugar for his wee cup of coffee, along with a great dollop of our croakers, that's our pet cow, cream. Why, he didn't leave any room for my delicious homemade coffee. Really? Do you think? I wonder if it could have been hastened his demise. Guess now I'll never know. Clem even does most of the cooking, since I near killed him when I cooked that special steak supper. If I remember right, after I pounded the dickens out of the thing with my hammer, I soaked the whole thing in pepper and Clem's moonshine. I believe he was laid up for a week or so. Yes, I remember you told us that story, Clara. You were only trying to do something nice for him. Hey, maybe you should be staying away from the cooking end of this marriage my wifely chores used to include the laundry too but I know you'll sympathize with me when I tell you I only produced one sock after each wash I swore to Clem that I didn't hide them in the mending basket cause I don't even sew he finally went out and bought a dozen bunch of socks all looking the same I believe he's down to three socks left as we speak he finally took that chur over saying he couldn't afford to have me doing the laundry. And oh yes, I forgot to mention, that his undershirts coming back from the wash and getting looser and looser. Oh my Clara, I've had those problems with socks and I'm sure many of the listeners have too. Where the heck does that other phantom sock go? Now I've never had any problem with undershirts becoming looser. Well, I just couldn't confess that Cranky Cat and Crabby Doug loved getting hold of them and had been known to have a tug of war with the elastic part. I told him that if he wasn't such a tight boy, he'd get himself some expensive ones that didn't fall apart on the first wash. <laughs> that's what it really is. <laughs> I might have known. Well, without clam around I'd have had to Treat myself to dinner, do my own oil changes, change my tires, take the storms off in the spring, clean em and put them back in in the fall. I'd have to get my butt out there and shovel the snow off the porch steps, take out the garbage, scratch my own back, laugh with myself, share old memories with the walls, cut my own wood for the stove, Look after the livestock and heaven forbid plant and harvest me own garden. Wow, that really is thinking about how valuable your man is. Good for you. A lesson for most of us, I'd say. Well, I'm now waiting for Clem to come home from getting groceries so I can give him the biggest hug and tell him I'll take him out to dinner tonight, my treat. I thought about cooking him a special dinner, But I don't think that'd be the best for his health at this time. And probably not mine either. Well, I guess that's all, folks. Till the next time, keep on a smiling. Bye! Here's a cute little story about the pink dress. There was this little girl sitting by herself in the park. Everyone passed by her and never stopped to see why she looked so sad. Dressed in a warm pink dress, barefoot and dirty, the girl just sat and watched the people go by. She never tried to speak. She never said a word. Many people passed by her, but no one would stop. The next day I decided to go back to the park in curiosity to see if the little girl would still be there. Yes, she was there right in the very spot where she was yesterday and still with the same sad look in her eyes. Today, I was to make my own move and walk over to the little girl, for as we all know, a park full of strange people is not a place for young children to play alone. As I got closer, I could see the back of the little girl's dress. It was grotesquely shaped. I figured that was the reason people just passed by and made no effort to speak to her. Deformities are a low blow to our society, and heaven forbid if you make a step toward assisting someone who's different. As I got closer, the little girl lowered her eyes slightly to avoid my intense stare. As I approached her, I could see the shape of her back more clearly. She was grotesquely shaped, in a humped-over form. I smiled to let her know it was okay. I was there to help, to talk. I sat down beside her and opened with a simple, hello. The little girl acted shocked and stammered, Hi, after a long stare into my eyes. I smiled and she shyly smiled back. We talked until darkness fell and the park was completely empty. I asked the girl why she was so sad. The little girl looked at me with a sad face and said, because I'm different. I immediately said that you are and smiled. The little girl acted even sadder and said, I know. Little girl, I said, you remind me of an angel, sweet and innocent. She looked at me and smiled. Then slowly she got to her feet and said, really? Yes, you're like a a little guardian angel sent to watch over all the people walking by. She nodded her head yes and smiled. With that, she opened the back of her pink dress and allowed her wings to spread. Then she said, I am. I'm your guardian angel with a twinkle in her eye. I was speechless. Surely, I was seeing things. She said, for once you thought of someone other than yourself. My job here is done. I got to my feet and said, wait. She looked at me, smiled and said, you're the only one that could see me. And then she was gone. And with that, my life was changed dramatically. So when you think you're all you have, remember your angel is always watching over you. Like the story says... We all need someone. Walmart Greeter After I retired, my wife insisted that I accompany her on trips to Walmart. Unfortunately, like most men, I found shopping boring and preferred to get in and get out. Equally unfortunate, my wife's like most women. She loves to browse. Yesterday, my dear wife received the following letter from the local Walmart. Dear Mrs. Wolf, over the past six months, your husband has caused quite a commotion in our store. We can't tolerate this behavior and have been forced to ban both of you from the store. Our complaints against your husband, Mr. Wolf, are listed below and are documented by our video surveillance and cameras. June 15, he took 24 boxes of condoms and randomly put them in other people's carts when they weren't looking. July 2nd. Set all the alarm clocks in the housewares to go off at five minute intervals. July 7th, he made a trail of tomato juice on the floor leading to the woman's restroom. July 19th, walked up to an employee and told her in an official voice code 3 in housewares, get on it right away. This caused the employee to leave her assigned station and receive a reprimand from her supervisor that in turn resulted in management getting involved, causing management to lose time and costing the company money. August 4, went to the service desk and tried to reserve a bag of chips. August 14, moved a caution wet floor sign to a carpeted area. August 15, set up a tent in the camping department and told the children shoppers, they could come in if they would bring pillows and blankets from the bedding department to which 20 children obliged August 23 when a clerk asked if they would help him he began crying and scream why can't you people just leave me alone emergency medics were called September 4 looked right into the security camera and used it as a mirror while he picked his nose September 10 while handling guns in the sports department He asked the clerk where the antidepressants were. October 3, darted around the store suspiciously while loudly humming the Mission Impossible thing. In the auto department, he practiced his Madonna look by using different sizes of funnels. October 18, hid in a clothing rack and when people browsed through yelled, pick me, pick me. October 22, when an announcement came over the loudspeaker He assumed the fetal position and screamed, Oh no, it's those voices again. And then he took a box of condoms to the checkout clerk and asked where the fitting room was. And last but not least, on October 23rd, went into a fitting room, shut the door, waited a while and then yelled very loudly, Hey, there's no toilet paper in here. One of the staff passed out. Well, I wonder if I'll have to go along on many more shopping trips, he said. Now here's what you'll hear on grandparents answering machine. Good morning. At present, we're not at home, but please leave your message after you hear the beep. Beep. If you're one of our children, press one, and then select the option from one to five, in order of birth arrival, so we know who it is. If you need us to stay with the children, press two. If you want to borrow the car, press three. If you want us to wash your clothes and do ironing, press four. If you want the grandchildren to sleep here tonight, press five. If you want us to pick up the kids at school, press six. If you want us to prepare a meal for Sunday or to have it delivered to your home, press seven. If you want to come to eat here, press 8. If you need money, press 9. If you're going to invite us to dinner or taking us to the theatre, start talking. We're listening. Everyone should have a pet. An older lady named Ida was somewhat lonely since her cat died and decided she needed another pet to keep her company. So off to the pet shop she went. She searched and searched. None of the pets seemed to catch her interest except this ugly frog. As she walked by the jar he was in, she looked and he winked at her. He whispered, I'm lonely too. Buy me and take me home. You won't ever be sorry. I'd have figured what the heck. She hadn't found anything else. So she bought the frog. She placed him in the car in the front seat beside her. As she was slowly driving down the road, the frog whispered to her, me and you won't be sorry so ida figured what the heck and kissed the frog immediately the frog turned into an absolutely gorgeous young handsome prince the prince then returned ida's kiss suddenly ida felt herself transforming from his kiss now can you guess what ida turned into come on guess she turned into the first holiday inn she could find she's old not dead Old ladies rock! Could this be true? God's accuracy. Fascinating. I've never given most of this a thought. God's accuracy may be observed in the hatching of eggs. For example, the eggs of the potato bug hatch in 7 days, those of the canary in 14 days, those of the barnyard hen in 21 days, The eggs of ducks and geese hatch in twenty-eight days. Those of the mallard in thirty-five days. The eggs of the parrot and the ostrich hatch in forty-two days. Notice, they're all divisible by seven, the number of days in a week. The horse rises from the ground on its two front legs first. A cow rises from the ground with its two hind legs first. How wise the Lord is in all his works of creation. God's wisdom is revealed in His arrangement of sections and segments, as well as in the number of grains. Each watermelon has an even number of stripes on the rind. Each orange has an even number of segments. Each ear of corn has an even number of rows. Each stalk of wheat has an even number of greens. Every bunch of bananas has, on its lowest row, an even number of bananas and each row decreases by one, so that one row has an even number, and the next row an odd number. The waves of the sea roll in the shore 26 to the minute in all kinds of weather. All grains are found in even numbers on stalks, and the Lord specified thirtyfold, fold 60-fold, and 100-fold, all even numbers. God has caused the flowers to blossom at certain specified times during the day so that Linnaeus, the great botanist, once said that if he had a conservatory containing the right kind of soil, moisture, and temperature, he could tell the time of day or night by the flowers that were open and those that were closed. I hope you'll find this as fascinating as I did, and it is like, believe it or not, wow! If you enjoy life with Aunt Lizzie, Please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love to bring you these uplifting and fun pieces of humor and sometimes thought provoking articles. And if you'd like to receive our Chatterbox news, where you'll find all kinds of fun things to bring a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart, please visit www.lifewithauntlizzie, and that's an I E on the end, not a Y, dot com, and sign up for your free personal copy. Thank you for visiting with us this week, and we look forward to tickling your funny bone on further episodes. Meanwhile, take care. Keep smiling. Until next time, bye for now.